Hello and welcome. This is the Shanaki Podcast. My name is Brandon McLean. Thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and listen to this and be part of this little project of mine. This project is born out of having a lot of time as a creative person and wanting to channel that time into something interesting and new and challenging. This podcast is a very spooky podcast, hence the underbelly of spooky music that you're now hearing. Um, but also it's going to develop into maybe more of a actual storytelling podcast, which is something that is very important to me and that I love very much. For those of you that don't know me, I'm Brandon McGlynn. I'm a musician called Ainer. Um, I also work with other artists doing producing and recording and engineering. Bam, bam, bam. This project is inspired by being a writer, being a creative person. I just love stories and I love hearing the stories from the person that has experienced it. That's kind of what draws me to music a little bit too. So with this podcast, I reached out to friends and family and tried to gather experiences that they had that I thought were worth sharing. And they're all spooky themed as this podcast will be going out on Halloween day. Episode one is narrated by Malachi McKeever, a fantastic actor and comedy writer, uh, director and editor, all around very talented guy. He kindly has gifted us his dulcet tones for this first episode. He's also a very, very funny guy. So it was actually quite hard to edit this into a serious podcast. There's many jokes that were left out that I'm sure I can put in some kind of blooper reel. So here he is explaining his experience in his own words. The first episode of Shanaki Podcast, T-Tom 2. Throughout my teens and early 20s, I went to the Gale Talked in Connemara, you know, and had the time of my life. So as I got older, I started working there as a, as a leader, like, you know, and then a high leader. And then as a Kuntor, kind of like the assistant to the director of the course, you know. So as a Kinra or Kinra, you stay in houses with the students, um, with like, you know, Gale Talk families. And I stayed in about four or five different teachers' houses over the years. But then there was one, one in particular that uh, stuck with most people that stayed in it. So the house was in Lichamullan, a small island connected to the mainland via two other islands. The house was known as T. Tom Tool. Tom Tool was the landlord. He'd grown up in the house, but now he lived in a newer house across the road with his family. We always used the back door of the house, like as is normal in any country house, you know, never used the front door. It was always bolted shut with a rusty bolt at the top of the door frame. I'm 6'3". I was one of maybe two people in the house that could have got that door open. It was a stiff old house, like, do you know? Needless to say, uh, the crack was absolutely 90. We'd have regular parties among ourselves, and with some of the locals, you know, who were around the same age as us, we, we used to have them up in the house all the time. It was, it, was, it was great crack. So the first I'd heard about anything strange afoot in the house was from other teachers that had stayed there over the years. But the thing is, like, with any of these stories, you have to take it with a pinch of salt because, you know, you weren't there. So 
how could you really know? One story in particular that the older teachers would tell us was um, of the room that the landlord kept all his stuff in. These rooms are very common in rented houses, and they're always locked. So basically one day the teachers came back for dinner at around five and the door was lying wide open. And then they came back that night and it was locked again. So easily explained, you know, Tom Toole or his wife, Barbara, a lovely American lady, came over to get something, left it unlocked, remembered that they'd left it unlocked, came back and locked it again. But the thing is, this was just one of many, many things. So... People were obviously a bit suspicious about it, you know. So the teachers, or assistants, would take turns in making dinner. Uh, On the day it was my turn, my girlfriend Jen happened to be visiting me. Dinner was at five, so if you were making dinner, you'd go up to the house at around like half three and get started. There we went, back to the house. We could hear somebody walking around upstairs and we said to ourselves, you know, obviously one of the teachers is on their time off. Which was not... Like, you know, uncommon teachers had every second day off. So we kept making the dinner, kept hearing the person walking around upstairs. You know, we're not, we're not talking the odd creak and bang that you'd hear in a house. It was like somebody walking, like, you know. Then the teachers came back, and it was all of the teachers. And there had been nobody upstairs. You know being honest I knew full well at this stage that weird stuff happened in the house and like was kind of at ease with it it's like if you like I've worked and lived in a few different haunted places or whatever or whatever it is I don't know but like you do kind of become used to it after a while it just becomes the norm kind of you know In this house, like, you know, it was completely commonplace to wake up in the middle of the night and for the, there to be somebody walking on the landing. If you woke up in the middle of the night five times, you would hear, or at least think you could hear somebody walking on the landing like three of those times. Just added to the general freakiness of the place. A few years afterwards, possibly the next year, I'm not sure, but it was the same house. And we were in that same dining room having what's called Bale and the Moon Tree. So that's uh, the teacher's meal. So it was like towards the end of the course, the teachers would either make a fancy meal or order it in and then have drinks, uh, you know, that night. This is going to sound unbelievable because you weren't there. So there were about eight of us sitting around the table. Myself and an old friend of mine, Sinead, were both uh, sitting on the same side of the table, facing away from the window. And I noticed a light flying across the room. Like a orb, or one of those things you'd see on Most Haunted or something like that. Like, Basically, I saw another light going in the opposite direction, right to left maybe, then another. Thought nothing of it. Then, after a few more lights, Sinead, next to me, goes, "Uh, Can anybody else see those lights? We proceeded, for the better part of ten minutes, to take turns telling each other what direction or path the lights were taking. People on the other side of the table couldn't see anything. 
they could tell from us, like, you know, after a while that we weren't bullshitting, like, Sinead would go, okay, that one went left to right, and then up. And that would be what I'd seen, like, we were both seeing the same lights. Sinead didn't get one light wrong, nor did I. We were seeing the same thing. Everybody got the whole feeling of being cold, but that could just easily be put down to being afraid, like, you know. Nobody was wearing a twinkly watch. To be honest, the room was way too dimly lit for that anyway. It was nighttime. Sinead moved to Australia a couple of years ago. I could get in touch with her on Facebook and I could say, Sinead, dining room in T. Tom Tool's house, and she would tell you this exact fucking story. Like, about 10 minutes after the light started, we basically bolted out of there and never went in there again. About three days later, uh, I was coming towards the end of the course, and my girlfriend Jen was on another visit, uh, woke me up like in a frenzy in the middle of the night. The thing is, it was fairly common for Jen to wake me up in a frenzy in the middle of the night in this house, because she wasn't used to it at this stage like the rest of us were, like, you know. She was like, Malachi, there's somebody in the house. Don't worry, it's just the ghost. Then I heard a girl screaming downstairs, and I was like, no there is somebody in the house so I raced downstairs and I found a few of our local friends looking for a session like we had told them about the lights incident so they locked one of the girls in there as a joke to scare her and she screamed and I came down like and I was pretty pissed it was a school night like you know and it was like three in the morning we hadn't invited them and they'd basically broken into the house So I was letting them know that this was not on in the slightest and they looked at me like I had seven heads. They weren't apologetic at all because they fully thought that there was a party on in the other room. They'd only been in the house 45 seconds at this stage. So they said that they came to the door, knocked and somebody came to the door. They said, or like, you know, where locals let us in and the door was open. I started apologising. Shit, somebody must have left the back door open as would sometimes happen. And they said, no, Malachi. We came in the front door. Somebody came to the front door and let them in. The door with the massive closed bolt that only me and another fella in the house could even attempt to open. There was a bedroom next to that door. The girl staying in it, Alma, was about five foot. She couldn't have opened it. I looked and it was open. Somebody or something had let them into the fucking house. Like, you know, I'm not even sure that I believe in ghosts, but it's like, definitely have seen shit that, you know, would make you question physics or something. I don't know. (laughs) 
Um, that was a weird one. I love how he was like, uh, it's just the ghost on the landing. I don't think I would be too comforted if I heard someone say that to me in the middle of the night when there's something walking around. But class, it was, it was really weird. So I've done a lot of listening to ghost stories over the past, like, week or so, and it's definitely spooked me out a bit. And I think the ones that really get me the most are the ones that have multiple layers to them. So, like, I mean, if Malachi had said the door opened by itself on its own or just the lights on their own or just that weird door that was locked by itself, it's when these things stack up, it's kind of hard to explain them all away, you know. If you enjoyed that, if you hated it, if you loved it, if you have any thoughts at all, or if you have a story of your own, um, I'm still accepting submissions. It would be great to hear from you. If you have an old myth, legend, just a story that you know from your family or an interesting personal experience, I would love to hear from you. I'm on Instagram at aner.band, A-O-N-A-I-R.band, or you can send me an email at shanaki.podcast, so S-E-A-N-C-H-A-I.podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time.